Could you please stop being such a buzzkill? Welcome back to Buzzkill. Um, it's Ryan. Uh, what's good, Jason? As usual. What up? Uh, special today, guest today. I'm stoked. Yes, today we have a special guest. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, again, two films, uh, as usual. Uh, and one of those films uh, is directed by our guests. So, wait, wait, I'm wait. Going- That's short shrift. Written by, directed by, by starring, starring, edited by, uh, score composed uh, by. I mean, uh, all that. Drew uh, Bolduc. That's how you say your last name, correct? Uh, it's how I say it. Uh, French people would say it differently, but I don't actually know the proper way to pronounce it. So. Well, however, however you say it is how we'll just yeah. roll with Bolduc. it. So. Bolduc. Bolduc is fine. Cool. So I'll listen, like, as usual, when the guest comes on, I allow them to sort of introduce themselves for themselves, and then we can start the conversation officially. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I directed some movies, uh, like independent, no, basically no budget movies. So the team, movie called Science Team, Assassinate, and uh, now I predominantly work in animation. I don't. It's like making feature films is just like you'll kill yourself at some point if you don't take it easy. So I kind of I'm sure I'll do something from the taint. It's a real pain in the dick making films. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sorry. Go on. I mean, that was the most. That movie was the most fun to make of all the movies I made, just because mm-hmm. we were young and stupid, you know, and you don't know what you shouldn't do, or you know. So, and, um, and part of the reason that like the taint is so. Uh, there's many reasons why the taint is so uh, great <laughs> uh but one of the reasons i think it's uh, a very uh interesting movie to watch is because it's clearly made in the post or not the post but we're living in a post me too time and this was clearly made w- way before that was even a th- oh yeah and like the sort of it feels even probably more unrestrained now than it did then you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, when I watch it now, I'm just like, I can't believe some of the jokes that we did. I'm like, what? I mean, when I see it now, I'm like, and I haven't watched it in a couple of years, but uh, I remember thinking, I was like, wow, I was like real, me- really mentally ill to, to think I could do this and get away with this. And uh, Cheers, brother. I'll drink and I didn't, Yeah, and I just didn't care because like, I think the reason why it holds up at all is because there's no self-preservation. There's no... I mean, basically admitting being a bad person by making the movie. And I, uh, one of the big things that movie is not really knowing what our point of view was, like mm-hmm. having the whole thing be kind of, and I think you can't do that anymore. Like you have to basically state in a thesis what your politics are and what you mean. And no one can have any questions about it now. But back, you know, I think it's always better when you have to guess. Right. You know, is this Don't okay? You reject that. You reject that, though. I take it that you can't make a film now without making some political stance um well yeah i i definitely couldn't make that movie now like because i'm i just don't have that fuck you that i used to have i think it's Mm -hmm. you do when you're young it's the punk rock you can do it when you're young because you don't know any better but then you know because it got distributed by trauma like some people at trauma are like all right so like there are people that like the movie in a different way and that's when you start to second guess it you're like oh wait did i (laughs) Did I make something evil? Did I make something that is the, the term is based? <laughs> it's something that is based. Yeah, uh, it's definitely I mean, like black pilled for sure. It's based yeah. as fuck. 
I made a film with yeah. my brother that's literally about an alt-right piece yes. of shit, and Troma wants to put it on Troma now, and we haven't oh, yeah. yet. We got another distributor we're talking to. Yeah, don't... I wasn't even aware of any alt-right connections there. So, well, they've sort here. of they've sort of gone alt-right because they used to just. I mean, I remember like the Surf Nazis Must Die trailer when I was a kid blew my mind. It's basically right. just like a, bl- a black woman murdering Nazis. I mean, it doesn't get much more woke than that. But now I think they realized, oh. It's just easier to be alt right if you're offensive, you know. And I feel like they've the alt right sort of co opted being offensive, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Yep. and see that's so, and that's a big thing. Sorry to cut you off, Drew. Drew yeah. But that's a big thing with me. This idea that like they can co opt sort of being transgressive, like that's mm-hmm. the thing that like I'm pushing back against because I feel like again, like now specifically, um, like there is a tendency for all of us now to sort of equivocate when we make a statement because you don't, you, you want to be conscious of the words you say. Right. Um, and I'm starting to like, I'm getting to a point in my life where, uh, like I feel as if me doing that is in and of itself sort of, uh, uh, almost, almost like acquiescing sort of like to the sort of like hegemony. And, and it's not in a good way. I'm like, I'm somebody who's like, like, no, my, my, my belief system, right, uh, is firmly rooted in sort of uh, principles that hopefully are reflected in the way I actually live, right? And like this idea that like your principles are somehow um, reflected through art, I really don't agree with because I feel like there are so many examples that countless examples that we can point to where someone makes a certain type of art that is completely not reflective of who they are as a person in life. Like there are people who will, who will make art that will be deemed as the pinnacle of sort of uh, what is you're supposed to do in terms of its messaging, in terms of its uh, casting. But then when you actually know the person, uh, if you actually have a, a sort of a sense of who they are, um, you see, oh, like they don't live their life that way. And then you can right, see yeah. somebody who actually does live a life who has a sort of like ideology and principle, uh, you know, or, 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 that they live by that like is counter to the art that they make. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and ultimately, like me and Jason have this conversation all the time. Like, I do think that like, yo, it is perfectly OK to make a piece of art that doesn't have sort of a, an intention of educating. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel yeah. like I feel like we've 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 come to a point in the culture right where it's like now everything is about like approaching all things like after school specials you know what i'm saying yeah um, and i feel I mean, like that's cynical and it's like yeah cynical to the, in another way almost like they always want to say like transgressive stuff is cynical and fucked up and pushing boundaries and trying to be edgelords and but i'm like yeah but like on the flip side of that, like a lot of the stuff that's made today is even more cynical because it's like, you kind of get the sense that like, oh, we're just making this because this is what we're supposed to do, but there's yeah. actually no actual belief behind well, it's it. It's also in because we don't really have political power. I mean, other mm-hmm. than like, I don't know, being in a union or something, but it's like, right. uh, so, so people are like, oh, okay, well, the, we can control the culture. We can make movies that seem like you're doing something political but it's not changing the world at all it's like it's mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it really doing and also if you're only speaking to the people that already believe it like if i made a feminist movie like you could argue whether the teen is feminist or not but if i made a feminist movie for feminists like who the fuck am i to like 
talk to women about any of this shit. Right. But it's like if I made a feminist movie for a predominantly male audience that's young, that maybe isn't thinking about it at all, it's like there's a chance that like one of them is like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be a piece of shit. You know, <laughs> right. you can actually like reach those people. Whereas if you're only speaking to your demographic, basically it's just financial. It's like finance. The only reason they people make these movies that are safe is because you can make more money that way. And yeah. basically, if you make a movie like The Taint, you're not going to make any money. There's no right. like it's an undistributable movie. Maybe even though trauma, trauma. Same with our movie. Yeah, it's undistributable. So yeah. Where do you go? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it to trauma. That's my. Well, I'm going to look into the alt right thing myself, but knowing what I know of Lloyd Kaufman, he obviously is not alt right yeah. unless he's had some crazy shift. I don't know about. Well, but, uh... he's just like a rich guy, and rich people. You know, I mean, he did. He definitely, they did like the environmental stuff in the '80s. They did some of the stuff they did, right. but I, uh, Michael Hers is definitely straight right wing, like Trump supporter, mm-hmm. like unquestionably. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's just easier for them to just do all right, because like you could basically just say you don't even have to justify being offensive. You could just say, fuck you. I could do whatever I want. And that's basically what they're doing. And it's just like, I think when we made the team, I thought that shit through like a math problem. It was like, can I get away with like, (laughs) is this justifiable? You know, no budget. You can get away with anything. And if you're going in, you're not distributable you really have no reins on yourself even you know yeah it's like once you cross a certain line and for us it was the dicks then it it wasn't like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be more and more offensive because i enjoy it it was just like became the aesthetic of the movie so they're like well we already have dicks so we might as well you know have nazis and we might as well have you know just kept it was like a it was like it wasn't even like i was making the decision it was like the movie was writing itself and and uh that's did how you, you end up with the movie like that did you script it or did you guys just make it on the fly uh yeah there is a script i mean and it and it it pretty much follows the script there's some changes like the misandra character didn't originally die and i think that's one of the reasons why the movie holds up is like that that character like the movie has no answers you know it doesn't claim good my favorite movie and, you don't. and um I'm guilty of the crime that the movie, I always thought it was funny. Like these like horror movies that are like metaphors, like Dawn of the Dead. It's like, oh, it's a metaphor for capitalism. It's like so deep. And I'm like, it's really not It's like pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted the metaphor of the taint to be so obvious that they're called, they call the monster, the metaphor. They're actually just called right. misogynist just because it's, just making, I, I honestly came to making movies because I really didn't like movies. I kind of was like, movies suck. That's what I was going to say. One of the things I love yeah. about Tain is mm-hmm. it's so subversive and it's just taking shots at film itself and traditional yeah. movie making tropes and shit. Yes. It's, I mean, to me, and, it's holy almost because of how much of that it does and the and, way it does. It's truly, like you said, punk. It's definitely punk. And I want to say this because I didn't like I did a bad job as a host at the very beginning of the podcast the two movies we're talking about today um are the <laughs> taint obviously obviously the taint and um directed by our guest from 2011 correct right 2011 is when it came out yeah i think that's what it's listed as but i think it might have come out like 2010 okay so yeah 2010 yeah. 2000 and in the, the film that's actually premiering on shutter which we all watched called the sadness which is may 12th um and the reason i paired these two together is because you have this movie that's made back in the era that we were, we've been discussing, but now we have this new film that's made in 20, it's being released in 2022 that is hyper-violent 
gross um and teeters on it, it, it teeters on that line you know it's like if the team was like good better like good like a say don't be careful yeah. how you speak about this because i've seen both and listen jason taint, will i ride or defend your movie day, <laughs> i will defend your movie i will defend your movie the taint is a fucking defendable movie um so what was your guys, you know, this is just going to be, like I said, the taint will probably be the, the majority of what we talk about. But since the sadness is just coming out and I know it's a film that's going to have discussions about it. And because yeah. it's so hyper in your face violent, uh, what were your guys thoughts, one, about the movie and two, how you think the reception will be given the era that it, we live in right now and the sensitivity or lack thereof or whatever? Um, I mean, I, I'm glad. I mean, I hadn't watched like an extreme Asian horror movie in a long time, but, but yeah, I was super inspired by them when I did the team and it's always like, Oh, I thought my movie was fucked up. And then there's always like some Japanese movie. That's like, good yeah. Lord. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, are, do, so do we not do want to do spoilers or um, we, dude, we are, we're, we're all grown ups here. We spoil everything. You're on a podcast I mean, called buzzkill we are but like just fuck it <laughs> i mean all i can really say is there's like the skull fucking and i was like <laughs> i was like i don't know <laughs> yes but it's tasteful you can have an fucking. opinion it's tastefully I, done that's the it was actually like it really was um, well yeah. it's not as it's not as epic it's not as epic as the taint skull fucking where the girl is giving this feminist speech and then her head is literally <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to hell for that yeah, yeah that's scene. fertile first of all <laughs> cheers i'll drink the hell that scene is um amazing um she's like giving <laughs> she's giving this like uh it's like she's giving a girl power moment this moment of like and then all of a sudden it's just interrupted with a literal dick through the back of the head yeah. comes out of the mouth yeah um, well that that character was like me and now now since it's come out that like josh whedon is an asshole but like i always was like i wanted her to be like my josh whedon feminist character which is basically just a fascist a fascist that's a woman oh it's a woman that kicks ass that's feminism and i'm like because originally she was going to live and then in the middle of the shoot we were like no she has to die because it's like she isn't the answer because also she's written by a man and it's like who the mm -hmm. fuck am i to be giving feminist speeches in my movie mm -hmm. um but yeah i feel like that scene alone is why the movie holds up to me because it just that level of cynicism is um <laughs> well it's again i couldn't do it now you know well you feel almost i almost sense like guilt from you over this film you know and maybe some people would view it as a guilty pleasure or something i don't think there should be any guilt associated with it personally um, well, I understand it, though. I understand it from the if I was probably in your shoes, Drew, um, and I made this movie, you know, like back in the two, 2009 or whenever you shot it and, and it was released. Right. Um, being where I'm at now, I would be more conscious of sort of what I what like what it is. Right. Uh, given. Yeah. You know, you want well, to change. Right. You've yeah. Changed I mean, as a I, person. I'm not the same person. Right. And. It's not I don't use that as a defense or anything like that, but it's right. just like when I watch it, it's like. I'm like, it is like watching someone else's movie just because it's mm -hmm. been 10 years. And a lot of directors don't talk about this because they they kind of always just defend their movies. They're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, especially if people want to keep talking about them. But for me, I'm like, I like to actually discuss my own conflicts that I have myself. But I think that's kind of why the movie works is because I'm I'm 
putting my shit on the screen. I'm putting my own, whether this it's what makes it actual art too. As yeah. It's to like, I'm putting my shit on the line in a way that you just can't do anymore. Uh, well, you can, but like okay. right, right. there are repercussions for it now. Right. Then the repercussions are different now, but you the can question, still do though, it. is should there be repercussions? What I was getting at No, I don't. Yeah, yeah I definitely exactly. don't think there should be. Yeah. Um, so I'm also saying, with the, I was just saying I was what, getting into with the guilt thing that I feel like the times have changed, but it seems yeah. like when you made it, the way you talk about how you made it, even though you said you were young and didn't know any better, essentially that you were super aware as you made it, the discussions yeah. you were having sounded like you were really thinking not only just what message am i putting across here but who the fuck am i to make these statements etc that's a kind of level of self-awareness most people in general let alone filmmakers don't have you right know? yeah because I, mean, I kept I seeing these, in the film you know i kept seeing these like when i was in school i dropped out but uh there would be these like young young filmmakers would male filmmakers make these movies and i would call them misogyny films where it's like a sensitive young man is in love with the girl and but she won't date him so he's turns out to be a killer and he murders her and he like kills the boyfriend or whatever and it's like at least three or four times i saw this shit and then one of them i saw the a boy actually crushes a girl's head with a rock and that was like the moment i was like oh i gotta make one of these movies but i gotta make it so misogynistic that this is like it's like bad logic but like no one will do it anymore like if i do it if i go full misogyny mm. i go all the way and like ending the genre i'm like let me my brother and i talk me, about it all the time like putting a nail in the coffin of a genre you know yeah taint kind of does for misogyny. Well, uh, there's so yeah. many things a few things right <laughs> a, a few things one like i feel like it is a personal mission of mine as of someone who creates shit right is that like i can't allow like first because there is this new sensitivity, right? That's been, that exists, right? I feel like that is, that will make, if someone's pushing the boundaries and actually making things that are deemed quote unquote, uh, third rail or transgressive, that makes your work stand out even more, right? But also I don't want, I don't want the right to completely co-op that space right like you know what i'm saying yeah i'm like no fuck that because they don't even have any and like and there's nothing wrong with making films that are meditations on misogyny because misogyny is a real thing and it's a real issue that we we have to live with uh, a lot of uh, there's a lot of things that happen in our world that are are literally because of misogyny like you know what i mean like yeah. because of the misogyny that exists in our culture and our societies and, and a meditation on that is 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 one way to sort of like for people to grapple with it you know what i mean yeah. and again like these movies can be made and they don't have to have the intent on the surface to teach like you know what i mean we don't have to do i, I understand the impulse and i get it but i feel like again like um it's something that i'm like constantly like fighting well it doesn't work yeah, it doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. actually change people. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't change. change it doesn't change people. That's all. That's all. That's always. That's always what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, your I'm subversive more... film well, has a better chance of changing people because I mean, you backdoor your way in to a degree. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So I mean, you have to put like the conflict. It's it's not the story. It's the conflict should be in the mind of the viewer where they're watching it and they're like, is this okay? Like, is this like they're going back and forth like. Who made this? Why did they make it? Yeah, and, right. and I think the best is when you don't even know who made a movie. You don't even. I feel like nowadays it's all about who you are. So it's like you want to build your brand, but 
but I would prefer as a director for no one to know who I am and the movies to just exist. Um, but now it's more about, you know, promoting your own identity versus the work itself. Um, at least that's the way it feels. I think that yeah, social it's media marketing, is, everything is so marketing yeah. dependent and driven that people yeah. in, innately make that deal with the devil. But yeah. uh, and, you, and there truly, should be if you're space. artistic, though, you wouldn't, you know, facts. And there should be space for people that like whatever the ideology, like there should be space for people who who are more conservative. There should be space for people who yeah. are more sort of centrist and yeah. you know obviously leftist like there should be a space art should be the fucking space for people of different ideologies to sort of make shit like that's another thing that like is weird it's like despite my sort of own like personal beliefs in politics right like i don't think that like yo you should box out people who, who lean right like, i don't think you should yeah. box out people who lean whatever like no like let them make the shit like i would much rather than these people be making the, sh the art than making fucking laws you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, or acts like, of yeah. violence. You know, our acts of violence are, right. are, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and it's like one of those things where it's just like, then there's plenty of people who, who do I, like, again, I say this all the time, you know, it's just like, I know so many different people across the political spectrum that I interact with all the time. Like, you know what I mean? And it's not one of those things where it's like, I'm not, oh, I can't be in a room with this person because like, I don't flip out when people have, because I'm just used to it. I'm just used to people not yeah. having the same sort of belief systems and principles. And when it comes to art, I feel like art is one of those arenas where it's like, uh, it should be sort of a space that like allows. What well, should transcend politics? Right. It like, should, really. Yeah, in theory, it should because ultimately, yeah. like, yes, we are so invested in propaganda, and art is a form of propaganda, right? Definitely. But I, I believe that, like, as as art is a is an arena for people to like, it is a form of expression, and like, you should be allowed to express whatever. Like, you should you could be you should be able to make all films. Like, you know, even films I disagree with should be able to be out there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, as long as, like, again, like, obviously everyone has their own sort of line. Like, you know, people still talk about like something like cannibal Holocaust and they'll be like, oh, they killed real animals. And I'm like, yeah, that's not cool. You know that, you know, but, yeah. but, but, but again, like, I'm not saying you should do some shit like that when you make a movie, you know, um, but I do feel yeah. like you should be able to explore the, the art theme. itself isn't a moral statement. It, Making right. it can be if you're killing right. animals and shit that shouldn't be killed, then you're right. And also in the moral territory. But also, like people itself. get people get so mad and upset about like this idea of like, oh, it was made by this person. And it's like, I'm just like, grow up. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's such a it's like we're adults. Like, and I feel like while, yes there is something to be said about a new sort of generation of people who are critical of sort of like bad actors for lack of a better term. Yes. Right. Um, that doesn't mean we should sort of like uh, relinquish our abilities to be adults. Like, you know what I mean? And be able to sort of handle sort of complexities and like the different sides of like the new world ones. that we live in. Like, and I feel like yeah. that's sort of like, for me, it's weird because it's all about like corporate sort of like, yeah, you can't make money when you really challenge people or you challenge the system. They don't want mm -hmm. that. And you're not, I mean, that's the thing that just filmmakers have to know. It's like, if you're going to make the real shit, you're not going to probably make money. You're going to have to right. Right. operate on the true. fringes. I mean, you have like, I mean, I was definitely inspired by like John Waters and John Waters mm -hmm. eventually became like, now, now he's like, everyone's, you know, he's like, your mom would like John Waters now, you know, or like, you know, your family, but like people forget. Go like, back and watch his movies. Yeah, they're problematic. Yeah, they're like beautifully and, so. And the one thing is like we that I the think production company problematic films. Yeah, that's a great name. <laughs> it's like one of the 
it's like knowing like one thing is like knowing John Waters is gay sort of makes his movies more acceptable where if you didn't really know who John Waters was or what his politics were, they would be way more disturbing. Right. Like, can we, I feel just, like there's an elephant in the room here and none of us have called it out. And maybe because it's for lack of a better term, quote unquote, ironically, it is the woke left that is doing most of this shit because like Ryan said, he doesn't want the right to co-opt art. Who's not letting people on the left do it. It's not people on the right who are saying you can't make that movie. And if it is, it's the Christian right. And that's like the Oros Boros where the Christian right and the quote unquote, again, for lack of a better term, woke left kind of meet sometimes where they're censoring art. And the fact that you can't make a movie about misogyny except this way, it's the kind of language policing you see. Like I'm in the, we talked about unions earlier. I'm in the writer's guild. And I remember being in these group discussions when we were talking about firing all of our agents collectively. And Every discussion we try to have about issues devolved with a bunch of writers, mind you, into language policing and how yeah. you're saying things instead of what's being said. It was infuriating. I had to bounce out of the group, to be honest. I was like, I can't even abide this shit because to, to get caught up in how it's being said instead of what's being said is absurd to me. To do it to a level that's so detrimental that you're not letting certain thoughts be expressed. Well, it's like you're covering your ass again. It's like everybody wants to make sure that, I mean, I'm pretty sure like if I got like, for instance, I got hired in SNL or something, I would probably be canceled just because of the team. Like some of them would oh, find yeah. it. And um, I'm fully aware of that, but it's liberating to know that I don't have that option. But I think when you think, because <laughs> like everybody in the in the film industry basically is worried. I mean, because like I've publicly talked shit about trauma and I've had people be like, you're being unprofessional. You shouldn't. And it's like there you t- everybody talks about. Yeah, like everybody talks about their. Well, I mean, he wrote books about how bad a company they are. Like he wrote, they right. made movies <laughs> showing the c- crimes that they're doing. And it's like. <laughs> It's like me saying it. It's like, but people would still get mad at me. They're like, you can't, like, who are you to say stuff? And I'm like, the message of this after school special is fuck people. Listen, say what you want to yeah. say. Well, you like your art, you know? We always are saying, like, that's one of the things that me and Jason, again, me and Jason are always on here saying shit. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm vocally, like, I criticize all these people because, again, like, people want to, like, walk on eggshells because yeah, you're the, not but you, you'll never work again is what yeah exactly because no. they're always thinking about like who can hire me and it's like nah man i'm mm-hmm. not i'm not really worried about that because i'm not gonna first of all if i'm saying these things it's based on my own sort of like um you know my own sort of experiences are sort of like you know um again like the people a lot of times it's people i know you know what i'm saying and then and some people I don't know, but maybe I, I know of other people that have interactions. So it's like, I just, I have a, a level of experience in Hollywood to this point where like I, it's a, it's formed my opinion on a lot of the, of the ways knowing how shit works on the inside. Yeah. Once you like, see so how the sausage like, is made, you reject the fact. I reject you know? I reject a lot of it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I'm not worried about like working with a lot of these people because most of the people in the industry, I really don't want to work with. And that's probably what's the difference between me and a lot of the majority of like yeah. a lot of people is like, they want to work. I don't want to work with all these people. Like I yeah. never wanted to work with Josh. Well, it sounds like I never want to work with Marvel. I'm on record. I never want to work with him. Well, I don't. It, sound, it seems <laughs> like such a horrible job to direct a Marvel movie. But I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you can't make a living in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Making right. independent feature films. Like even if you're, you have like a fairly successful movie, you're still mm-hmm. not, paying your bills you're still like mm-hmm. there's a reason why they pull them and put them on marvel movies because they know that's their only option as a director right. to make a living mm-hmm. and i respect people that 
can do that job because I couldn't do it. Like right. I don't have, cause you're like balancing making millions of dollars with pretending you're an artist or whatever, you know, right. but it, it's just like, I like they're the best in the industry, the best in, you know, quotations of like the people who can do that specific job, which is ultimately making a shit ton of money. Exactly. And, that's what um, the job is. you know, that's the goal. I mean, for most movies in general, but um I think every filmmaker or whatever, do you just have to figure it out for yourself? Like, you know, how do you want to balance that? Yes. yes. I want to throw this gauntlet down. I've talked to my brother about this privately before. Not that anyone watches this shit, but <laughs> Disney, if you're listening, I throw the gauntlet down. Create a fucking shingle where you make micro budget Marvel movies. Artistically as fuck, because with that limitation of budget in there, you have to be creative to do things in that space. You know what I mean? And sell them put them on disney plus or whatever the fuck but why why does every marvel movie have to be 200 million dollars plus yeah. why can't you make a million dollar marvel movie i think it's just like math it's like out they have an algorithm and it's like it's just they, the thing is they want a billion every time they're yeah they, they come to the plate they want to hit a home run that's it yeah. they don't give a fuck about triples rbi any of it you know i mean they don't yeah they don't care about like 10 million dollar gross or whatever well, they even if they make a hundred million on a yeah. one they make a one million dollar movie if they made a hundred million dollars on it they'd be like fuck that i mean the, the only person on it's the bad. that's really been I, i'd say like jason blum has been doing that with like the universal movies sometimes really i kind of like those like james Wan like insidious movies and that's like that's that model it's like only a million dollars and like if it doesn't work out they just put it straight to video like He's, and I guess that's Universal that does that. Right. And then, yeah. well, and he has relationships with actors. So, like, Ethan Hawk will take massive points on that movie, but do it. Yeah. Guild but it works. Shit, like, I mean, know? they make hundreds of millions of dollars on those right. movies doing it. That Independent way, filmmakers but... can't do that shit. You can't get to Ethan Hawk and be like, yeah, I'll give you no. 20% of yeah. my movie if you act in it. And, and I'm of the thinking, I'm of the thinking too, like, because me and Jason, like, I started, and I know Jason started similarly. Like, I started, like, because I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a direct, right? And, but, but, I got into writing because I always could write, right? And then when I focused and shifted focus to focus primarily on that, that's when things started happening for me. Um, but as a writer, right? Like, I feel like if you are a writer, a legitimate writer, like there's a lot of people who are screenwriters, but they're not real writers. Like, but they just are able to sort of like carve out I'm an not, existence. I'm not a real writer. Like it's I only, I wrote out of necessity. I was right, like- right. Uh, <laughs> But but you're a filmmaker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like you and you scrappy. But yeah. I feel like when you're a writer, right? Um, and I feel like me and Jason fall into this category. We're writers, we're filmmakers, whatever. But like like specifically when you write, like you, it's like you need to use that ability to sort of like be able to self start and use your writing, um, in various ways so that so so that you could sort of like turn or make some sort of profit or some sort of financial sort of. Uh, some sort of income, right? Outside of just solely screenwriting. So that way you're not completely beholden to the sort of the, the, yeah. the crushing sort of like existence of a screenwriter, which is, you know, always chasing open writing assignments, doing these, these very banal generic studio films that come out like, and it's like, it's all of the studios. It's not like one of them. It's all of the studios here. This is why this movie, you know, to bring, to tie it back into to the sadness in your film, right? Your film was obviously made outside of that, you know, a very small budget and, and, and the sadness is made in Taiwan. Right. Um, so it's like, again, movies like these tend to be made outside of those spaces. 
You know what I mean? And I always urge people to be like, well, okay, so if you're a writer, why not write, you know, in other forms? Why not do prose? Why not do, you know, yeah. like dip your hat in and it's like, hey, not all, you don't, you're not, no one's saying you're going to be Stephen King, but it's like, first of all, this needs to be an expression, right? It needs to be sort of something, it's a, its ability to allow, allow you to, to create and have that sort of satisfaction of creating yeah, something. be renaissance with right. it. Right. This guy's make, like, I'm a sculptor, I can't paint. Right. I'm For me, like, I care more about sort of like um, making shit and putting it out there. And like, I'll, I'm a hustler at this point. Like I've took all the scraps, like I'll do what I got to do to survive at the end of the day, but I'm going to be making this shit regardless. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just who I am. Like, this is just part of like how I live. Like I well, want to make shit. You, you jump know? to animation. Is that mm-hmm. mostly out of necessity for it's easier well, to get gigs because you have that skill set or is that where your true passion lies or what? It was just, it's just something that kind of happened, but um because I was doing special effects stuff and then I kind of learned how to composite and do visual effects. And then did you do kind of the what animated I, bit in the taint? Uh, no, that was uh, a guy named Brian bear. Who, <laughs> he's on like Twitter. He's Something got great. He's, I want, God damn, no, he, he, yeah, he's awesome. Like he's still uh, does animation stuff. Oh, but, speaking uh, of which on Twitter, if you have any shit you want to plug or any social media, you do or any of that, plug it before our buzzer. For the buzzer, <laughs> we might have okay. to. Really, we might if, if we go long, we might release this unlock too. Fuck it, yeah, yeah, we'll fuck it. but we'll see. We'll just see. We'll see how crazy. I don't know if we you get. see, but you said you kind of want to stay behind the curtain, even as a director, which mm-hmm. I totally appreciate too. My brother and I again talk about that all the time, and uh I'll be honest, I haven't even sought out your other work, which I should because I think the taint is some sort of, and I know this might sound Ooh. hyperbolic masterpiece. I was thinking you could describe it as like a traster piece or some stupid <laughs> pithy term they might use on some website, but I'm like, no, that's just beating around the bush. Like it is a sort yeah. of masterpiece in its subversion of was, not only uh, political, social, political issues, but also the form of filmmaking. You know? It's, yeah, my movies just kept getting weirder. Um, I got to see them for one thing. But. Science team, like my second movie is on. I just put it on YouTube. It's on Amazon. Recently. It was on YouTube for it's, free. It's on Amazon. Yeah, I, I had to edit some of it, mm-hmm. but um, it needed to be trimmed anyway. But uh, I think if you just look up science What's team, what's the premise movie, of that one? If you don't mind, real quick. It's like this guy goes home to like live with his mom, and there's like this alien that's like growing in this hat in the house and like all this like this government organization comes to like uh like clean up the alien or whatever and then a bunch of people die and there's a lot of screaming the same like budget and aesthetic of the same it was like a little bit strained or it was like it's definitely it started to go into like a more like everything's on tripod everything's more like Mm. the production value is a little bit greater but it's less like I, I kind of it's weirder. So like as a comedy movie, I think it's more successful because like the teen, I do like jokes. It's like punchline setup jokes, like the Simpsons jokes. But in science team is more in line with like what I want to do, which is like more long, annoying, yes. <laughs> like breaking the rules of what you're supposed to do. And then that extended take like, kind of thing, like in the taint oh, forever you know, teacher's yeah. origin story of him fucking flexing <laughs> and everything. It's amazing. It's like the family yeah. guy where they take that joke and it goes too long and too long. And then you're like, all right, enough. Nope. We'll go one more beat with it. You know? Alone. And then <laughs> Assassinat is on Tubi, for, yeah. which I think is free. And that, that I get, I get more 
I get more heat for Assassinat than the teen these days. People just hate it so much. I have a question about uh, Assassinat. Uh, that, yeah. that Dread picked that up, right? Mm-hmm. Was that yeah. Rob? Was that Rob Galuzzo that did that? Or yeah, he was there at the time. Yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out to Rob G. I know. I mean, I know Rob a little bit. I mean, I know he had his own little issues, but but uh, he's a good guy. From 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 my every interaction I've had with that guy has always been pleasant. So. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what's the what's astronaut or assassinat about that gets you in more trouble than the taint? I mean, is it? It's like slow. It's like a slow, weird ass movie. So people and just I, get mad saying it sucks, though. They don't get mad. Yeah, for they, just say it, ideological they just say reasons. shit. I mean, in the trailer, there's this one line, and I wish they didn't put it in the trailer. But it's like the the main character. It's like kids. Basically, I wanted to make a slasher movie with kids where kids get killed, and that's, that's not what people get mad at. They they uh, they don't care. <laughs> But yeah, this girl is like, I'm not a man. She's like in the trailer, she's like, I'm not a man or whatever. And then so right wing people are like, oh, this is some like woke ass movie. And it's really not a, a woke movie at all. Um, but it's like young girls that go to like a planet. Right. And then like they go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've well, seen the trailer. The I've been meaning to watch this movie for a minute. <laughs> Did you see it's definitely not as. Inter- Sorry. No, man. no. Is it good? I like it. Ryan likes it, I think, right? But one thing Ryan said, uh, don't look up. How you talked about how oh, certain yeah, yeah. people, liberals, yeah, certain people don't hate. like it. I know a lot of people that hate don't look up. And I'm like, but it's because they get targeted by it, which to me yeah, is yeah. what's great about it is that it takes a shot at everybody, just like right. with the taint, yeah. how the feminist character gets that it. is one of the taint movies. It's like, you got to give it to everyone. No one's above reproach. Don't look up is so interesting for the fact that, like, how it's not, it, not even the movie as much as the, like, how different people respond to it. Like I've seen yeah. so many. It's like a people. litmus test. Yeah, it's like weird. Cool. It's like yeah. it's like very weird how people respond to that movie. Like it's very- well, it's like I mean, a good example of like the the liberals is like Roe Roe v. Wade. They're they're literally going to be like it's Bernie's fault, right? right. Roe v. Wade. They're going to blame fucking Bernie, Bernie Bros. For, yeah. Well, no, yeah. it's their own. It's their own fault. Ruth Gator. Ruth RGB didn't fucking Step retire. Fire. Yes. Rage. Listen, cheers. I've had this conversation since this. Oh, yeah. since he this sounds was... like the lost member of our podcast. Right. Now. Basically, <laughs> cheers, cheers, because I've literally like I was at a high school like it was like a get together at a park in my own hometown. Right. And I was having a conversation with a girl I went to school with and her husband. And this is before RGB. Died. I said, RGB should have stepped down. She's going to die and Trump's going to replace her. And they were like, don't say that. No, 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 no. And then, and then they were like, oh, but she needed to be. I'm like, no, she was there for like because, again, they they anticipated a Clinton victory and that Clinton, the sort of symbol of like a woman, the first woman president appointing RBG's replacement. And I was like, so basically you risked all of our sort of like, like everyone's sort of uh, future yeah, on some gambled. bullshit. Yeah, some yeah. bullshit virtue signal, like symbolic gesture. It was, it was, exactly. you know what it's I'm saying? Symbolism. People are much often more interested in symbols. Symbols. Right. And it's like, it's, it's crazy because uh, she was, she was in, she had like all barely survived already. She had like all but like six of the cancers. Yeah. She, she had, had a, been through the she was ringer, the, dude. She was at the point where it was like, yo, you have an actual president that's, you know, could have, could appoint your replacement. Who's not, you know, um, well, like, but that oh, brings you to the Merrick Garland thing too. Not to, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you know, this shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, 
we don't make this a political show usually on no. purpose but uh it, i mean it's what the it's right knows how to do the right plays the fucking game to win and right. the left doesn't right they don't but even the play at all too busy you know? policing people's language on twitter but, and saying what yeah. kind of movies you should make here's, here's, should be here's my that. theory here's my theory guys i say this shit all the time right it's like there is no left in this country so right. they're, they're actually playing the game to win. no we mean we no yeah no but they're, they're playing the game to win like there's a reason yeah. why the establishment democrats don't win it's because they want it the way this is because we don't really have a left because they silence yeah. the left you see the consolidation of like the actual party to stop sanders right like we yeah. know that there's no real yeah. left and They're it's the like soft right it's basically. like the the figures i was saying this the other day to my, my my girlfriend was like the figures like that like get pointed to on both sides like not the politicians in the loud voices that are that get labeled like right and left like when you pull back the curtain on both sides it's the same motherfucker yeah it's, it's it's the corporations like they're behind the curtain on the on the right and they're behind the curtain on the left like the left your poor skirt. girlfriend having this oh, shit mansplained to her <laughs> and she's far she's <laughs> listen she's she's a great person and she's like very 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 she much well, i remember hanging out with my partner's family and they're like right wing mm. and they expected me to be like like um biden and i'm i'm like no i don't like biden i think biden sucks and right. it's like but they expected me to like be a liberal or whatever and it's like no it's it's funny you can actually get along with right-wing people more sometimes i've said but... this i've said this to jason i've said this all the time like i have people i'm not gonna go over the same shit over time but i know people that are literally like republican who who like are you know and i'm like i'm fine with them i'm actually fine with them because like again like they're not pretending that they're on my side about certain things <laughs> yeah. as, as opposed to like liberals or liberals are pretending they're on my side. But the moment that I actually talk to them about like what I believe, they're like, Whoa, Oh, wait a minute. It's like, at least, at least it's like, you're not saying you're part of my team when you're not like, you know well, what I mean? A, like come it's on, two man. mindsets, you know, they've seen, they've done PET scans and even structurally, apparently there's some divergence between the conservative or traditional brain and the more radical progressive brain. And it's it's interesting how populism that's what it is populism yeah. you know well i do saying? think like horror movies tend to be more conservative and i feel like it's because they are tapping into the same conservative brain shit which is like being afraid of everything thinking Fear. everything is evil mm -hmm. thinking the end of the world is coming so it's what makes a horror movie good it's why the messaging of horror movies tends to be right wing it's kind of what the team was supposed to be it's like how do i like how do I kind of make a horror movie that works, but it's also has like a left wing message or, you know what I mean? A more, uh, a non-conservative message. Though. They, they always yeah. seem misogynistic. And maybe a lot of times it's a cop out. You could say that, Oh, the woman ends wins at the end. So it's feminist. But yeah. the fact that you have this man running around, marauding around, brutalizing women in most of these movies you know traditionally. well both of these yeah. movies that we're talking about right <laughs> the sadness and the taint oh, yeah. they're both like they're brutal like well, it's a, here's what i'm getting at though the left a lot of or again this woke left whatever segment not the mm -hmm. real left etc like they would get hung up on that and say that you know we talk about all the time depiction versus endorsement or whatever right. that if your movie is punching down on women because you have an evil piece term. of shit who's punching down <laughs> on women even though a woman wins at the end you know what i mean it's like this idea that you depicted it you endorse it and platforming time yeah i had a guy got mad at me once and he was like you made a movie about killing women i'm like yeah that's what the movie's about and he's like uh 
you shouldn't have done that. And I was like, I guess maybe not. I mean, if like a woman came and said you shouldn't have done it, I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. I probably shouldn't have done it. But the women are also in the movie and they chose to be in the movie. And also like there are feminist women that do like the movie. So it's like, it's complicated. And also it's like, it's for a specific audience. Both of these movies are extreme horror. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you got to know what you're getting into when you watch these movies. It's not like we're showing them the kids or some, something, you know, like, yeah, you're supposed to be a grown up. This is what we talk about all the time. Be a grown up oh. about this shit. Like, so, well, you asked earlier, and I never said what really what I thought of the sadness yet, not mm-hmm. to dominate this conversation, but I felt like nothing in its, if there's any outrage about it and how graphic it is, people need to grow up. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a, an adult should perfectly be thing. able to Here's watch thing, a movie Jason. like that without the losing thing. their shit. Now, watch. This comes out on Shudder. On, on in the basics the basic horror fans i call them basics because they're basic horror fans um they like they're gonna love this movie right now watch the response to the sadness right watch watch how they rate this movie watch how they respond to it and then actually look at the content and then watch them respond some of these same people that are like the sadness is great watch how they respond to other films and point out things that exist in the sadness like pick and choose it's very interesting how people sort of like there, those those blinders come on about certain things and, and give me an example like for like example, I'm, I'm gonna say they're not gonna they're gonna love this movie they're not gonna probably a lot of them are not gonna mention none of the shit like like with the like any of this the women the I, you might get a few people that'll mention like oh the, the like the rape scenes or the like the orgies with the women and shit like you know what i mean like they, they might mention that maybe a few but i feel like this is going to go over overwhelmingly well in the horror circles right just based on like some of the people that I already know have seen it, like, you know, who yeah. have already sort of been like, oh, yeah, it's great. If they watch the taint now, they probably have critiques for the taint. Part right? of that's like exoticism, isn't it? It's almost yes. like because it's, it's like, an Asian and film, that's what I'm they, saying. they're crazy. And they you're getting crazy. to it. You're, get, you're getting to it. Yeah. You're getting to what I'm saying, which is yes. there's sort of the under the lack of self-awareness and the sort of the ability of like a lot of these viewers to sort of like convey their own sort of internalized racism. Because they're like, oh, of course these Taiwanese people can do it. It's like, oh, because they're, they're savages, savages in your mind, yeah. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, so it's okay for them to do it over there. But if like Drew does it from this movie back in 2009 right. or 2010, it's like you're it's a, a problem. Terrorist. Because you're guess what? Because, because you're one of us. You're 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 you know you're from here, and you're supposed to be you no know better. You're not a savage, like. But they will never say that. But like, it's like, why? Hmm, interesting. interesting. Why would you have that take on this film and not have that take on this film? You know what I mean? It's very interesting how people. So flagellation to too. Yeah, exactly. Again, yeah. but that's the whole idea of like, um, I was again, like, what was they saying? Like this idea that like, um, um, when it, I was saying this about what was it? There was a, there was something that was um, what were they saying recently that really kind of made really kind of annoyed me, which was kind of like, uh, oh, oh. This idea, <laughs> right, Rover, <right, right>, <laughs> like uh, that, like so. When a movie has um, a, per, uh, a sort of a person of color or sort of someone that belongs to a sort of like a quote unquote marginalized group in it, right? Like it gets made, right? And then like the sort of idea is like, oh, then like it's hands off, like in terms of the criticism, right? Like Coda or something, right? They're like, oh, we can't, like, well, mm. a, a person of color made this, so it's okay, but it's like. But like when you somebody, can't just be like this movie's shit. This movie's right. boring shit. It's, Midnight it's, it's, sucks. But it's all it's it's, it's to the <laughs> point yeah. where it's to the point where it's like it's insulting. Well, I think a, producers know this, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes they do it on purpose. I think that happened with that ghost, yeah. the female Ghostbusters movie. 
I think, what was it, Columbia or Sony? I think they specifically helped fuel the like misogyny drama oh, on yeah, the yeah. internet in order to promote the movie. It's part of the marketing. Like, you can't yeah. talk shit about this movie because otherwise you're not feminist or you're a misogynist. And it's like, the movie sucked. I mean, right. like, especially when you make that kind of movie hey, to, pull, to make that argument insane. Stanley, Stanley, back in the day, came up with the Marvel method, right? To to making comics, right? Well, this I call this the Marvel method 2.0, which is the MCU's version of the Marvel method, which is they were the ones who figured out, oh, as a as a part of our marketing, let's make it that you're a racist or a piece of shit if you don't support the movie. Like Marvel, like was the yeah. first to sort of like get on that, and then you see other people mimic it. Like the Ghostbusters, part of their marketing was like, like as if somehow it was a form of activism to see Ghostbusters. It's yeah, like, and that's it's really what of, it is. It's like yeah. instead of instead of actually what going to protest or like unionizing your fucking job, We're doing mutual you go aid. pay it. Yeah, you go pay it, or yeah, you just help you clean up the shit that's in your the sidewalk of your neighborhood or whatever. Instead, you go pay a ticket to yeah. go see a movie. And like you complained about it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A movie that provides you this, right. um, at least in terms of social currency, this lucrative platform to fucking, yeah. this pulpit to fucking preach from once it's over, I mean, you know? The way, the way I ultimately think about like offensive content though, is it's like when you get into extreme horror, you get into the really fucked up shit. I, I think of it as like a movie is a drug. And it's when you've seen every movie, you've seen everything you need to start finding these weird ass movies that like uh, blow your mind again yeah. because you become you desensitized to movie. Yeah. You, know, you like need something some new or some shit. You're like, and it's why I think doing it. Film nerds end up watching just total shit. Like found uh, the, the found footage f- festival kind of stuff where <laughs> eventually you just have to watch complete crap in order to feel something when you're watching a movie. Cause you're just desensitized. And I think that's when you end up with these fucked up movies because people are just like, why don't I feel anything watching a movie? It's That's like, why they're uh, important. They're a rejection, though, of that anesthetizing. They can, yeah, they can you know? break your mind because if I mean that's the thing is like if a movie truly if like Taints you're a like mind breaker, dude. Yeah. It, oh, <laughs> you can do that. You're. Well, let me just ask seen, you about okay. the taint. In terms yeah. of form, were you a fan of trauma movies? You said that you had grown up on some of that stuff, but some of them. I mean, I like Toxic Avenger. I mean, the one in thing that really inspired me of toxic avenger is on the dvd which i think i got in high school it said comp- featuring the full head crushing scene and i always remember yes. reading that and i was like which one there, <laughs> there's like multiple ones which one was too much and so i was like i want to i want to just have a bunch of head crushes in a movie for me a lot of it's just wanting to do special effects it was like i it's like sculpture well, I, I guess i would say the know? raggediness of it or whatever like that just that amateur punk shit yeah. is that cultivated and on purpose or was it just that you guys were the real deal just running around with the camera trying to you know i mean we did it do that on purpose but it, those were the movies like reading about like evil dead obviously everyone yeah but just the idea of like, oh, some friends got together and made a movie. And then mm-hmm. and then trauma, the reason why I have an issue with trauma is like Lloyd Kaufman kind of cosplays being one of those filmmakers. He's just a rich guy. And he was yeah, born His movies rich. are the worst shit on trauma. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there's like fact, a, I'll say that. Like, even if my shit ends up on trauma, I'm on record. Lloyd's shit is the worst shit on trauma. The, uh, Lloyd's just a like free a, speech guy who enables all these other people. Yeah. The interesting there's an awesome movie that say, they released called like mutant blast by a friend of mine like fernando uh ali he's like from portugal and it's like one of the best movies one of the best movies they've done and they didn't he's like 
you know, it's like they didn't do anything to promote it. And it, it's right. it's good enough to be on like Netflix. It's not some trauma shit. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't really they're not really a distributor. They're just right. a brand. They just hold the, all trauma right. is, is they hold the Toxic Avenger IP. That's it. All the other shit is just they're bored or they they, well, I guess they want to I'm pretend, is, you know, they're the fact a that I can find the taint there makes yeah. me not want to shit talk it too much because i mean i would just recommend yeah i would recommend mm-hmm. people torrent it <laughs> <laughs> well, i would recommend that people steal I've said it that about and, my movie too but yeah my manager hates hearing that. it's 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 the way the movie should be watched it's like uh yeah like a dirty secret that's passed around and some i will say this everyone that i mentioned everyone that i mentioned the taint to that knows of the taint loves the taint like everybody well, that's, how did this cool. end up happening? Because my brother and I, for years, have been like just massive <laughs> fans of the Taint again, just Subversion Central. And then he dropped the Taint on one of the, one of the episodes. Yeah. yeah, I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, you that's were like, you like the Taint, <laughs> yeah. the Taint. Uh, yeah, I don't know down. anybody that knows of the movie that doesn't have a fondness for, for the movie. It's one of those movies that like literally has a sort of like cult, legitimate cult, like recognition like because the people that do know it fuck with it because it is one of those movies that like and i hate movies like uh the taint does a lot of things that i accept that i hate in other low budget movies that speaks to like that speaks to the movie because like there's certain things in the tank where i'm like if i saw this in another movie i'd be like this but i saw it in that i just accept it it's because of again it's the sensibility of the whole movie it's the way the movie was made like that it's like it actually gets the pass like it's like oh like it's fine like of course they sort of like and i don't know like how i know you were young when you made it so it's like um i don't know how aware you were of that at the time you know what i mean but it does have a sense of like like oh the people behind this movie like understand sort of what they're making and the restraints of like their limitations and they're sort of like okay well we understand that so let's lean into it yeah and let's make it part of this you know what i mean like yeah that's what you have to do like when you're making no budget stuff is you have to make the aesthetic work for the theme and work for the and I've, I've never really done it as good again on, on my other mm-hmm. movies. I never was able to like synergize that dynamic where you use, and it, again, it's punk rock does it. It's like, if punk rock was played really good, like prog rock, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be punk rock. It wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think there is something really to That's go what on like what's earlier, offensive, yeah. but it's like bad movies are, are also a fuck you to the idea of what a good movie has to be, which is yes. like, if your movie is like everything is perfect and and it's made the same way as every other movie, it just becomes homogenized. So like re- completely rejecting that and being like, I'm not even going to try to make a good movie is, you know, from a, on an aesthetic level is also a fuck you other than the offensive content. But it, exactly. And, um, That's one of the things I love about yeah. it. It's like uh, in terms of form, you know, not just function, it's a middle finger and shit. Like, have you seen Honor Killing, either of you? Yeah, I don't think, think so. No. Trauma, Mercedes the Muse, this crazy chick made it. No, but I need to check it's this become out. <laughs> a, it's a great fucking movie. It's basically like this Muslim girl gets gang raped. I've heard of her, this. I've heard of this. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. her dad basically shoots her in the head. It's like an honor killing. Like, oh my God, my daughter's been tainted. Shoots her in the head, but she like doesn't die and comes back to fucking as this revenant basically 
shot in the eye Muslim girl to take out her rapist and her yeah. dad who shot her. It's fucking. I gotta epic. watch this. Yeah. Just as yeah. a premise, if you made that like some Iniratu movie or some shit, shot it like that, it'd be the most epic shit of all time, like Amoros Peros type shit or something. But considering it's done trauma style, and this is what I'm getting at, there's an aesthetic where like sound sync is off quite often. Where it's like, did you do that on purpose because you suck? Because that's what these movies started as people who were just like, I want to tell my story. I want to do it as a movie, but they sucked. They were incompetent. So sound sync would be off, et cetera. But yeah. now it's become almost a genre into itself where people will make a movie and purposefully unsync sound and shoot from Dutch angles or something. You know what I mean? That's what I was wondering is, were you doing much of that? Were you trying to cultivate this quote unquote amateur look or were you just amateurs? Well, free original. I mean, originally it would have been a lot shittier because all of our head crushes were just like styro carved out styrofoam heads with wigs on them. And uh, I remember we were showing some of the footage to somebody because the movie kind of, we kind of just figured it out as we went, but we made someone said something to the other director, Dan, someone, uh, someone's like, oh, that, that effect looks bad. So like he was the one that composited did some compositing effects where we took a real person's head and composited over a styrofoam head. And then it kind of, um, it stopped being, it's so bad, it's good. And it kind of became its own thing where it's like, uh, but I think originally it would have been way shittier. And I think we would have played into the shittiness more, but I think we tried to find a balance between not knowing what we were doing and, and, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it wasn't intentional to just make it shitty. I think when it is shitty, it's just what we could do. <laughs> Which is kind of know? great and pure, though. Like, Black Dynamite is great in how it plays up. Black exploitation flicks. <laughs> and like, you know, the boom mic will drop in and shit. But that's all cultivated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's one thing. Yeah. The Dolomite's the real shit. Hell Up in Harlem's the real right. shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. But So your shit's kind of the real shit. <laughs> I feel like that genre is sort of dying, the the, the grindhouse um, yeah. revival. But if you go to film festivals, people are still doing it. Like the it's just festivals. it exists. It just doesn't look like it did in previous times, mm -hmm. right? Like like yeah. the grindhouse now is like it's like people won't. I think people don't have the ability to see it because it's literally they're living it. But like all of these low budget ass movies that you see, like you, you scroll through like any of these like streaming services and you find these random one off movies and like just all this weird stuff that people are making, like in weird, like whether they're shooting it on a DLSR or their, or their iPhone, like that is the grindhouse now. It's right. just different. Like it doesn't have the same look because everyone's shooting on digital. Um, the, the tools are different. Obviously, the time is different. And well, like even it, for it to be about different shit, like grindhouse so, was right. just what I was talking about earlier, where somebody's like, I want to make a movie, but they right. sucked at it, but they just wanted to Ed Wood it and go fucking make a movie or whatever. You know? But also they were going to, but they had a, they had a sort of pipeline, which they were, you know, they were going to distribute yeah. them at drive-ins drive or like, and then like the know, little theaters sure. and like, you know, like on like 42nd street, but like that doesn't exist anymore. Right. There's now it's streaming sites. Right. So it just looks different. Well, it's there. You know And I mean? then the internet killed it. I mean, I think the internet killed everything where, cause like when I made the teen, I was inspired by fortune because like, uh, it was before it was definitely connected to the alt-right, but 4chan was just literally like, there was only the TV and there was like the radio and there was movies, but you didn't get to see anything that you 
or yeah, think anything that he wanted, yes. except maybe like a zine or something, like an underground zine or underground comics. You see really fucked up shit or movies, but like um, Napster with music was the closest, where you just yeah. want demand to get what the fuck you want. But like with the internet, I just I was I was thinking about that movie Eight Millimeter, the Nicolas Cage movie, where yeah. the whole premise of the movie is: is a snuff film real? Is there really? Can you really see someone die? And it's like. And the internet, yeah, you can see people die all the time if you right. want. Like, there's beheadings, there's like whatever. And so, because of the internet, the idea of exploitation is sort of it's void. There's no reason to do it because anything you could think of that's happened, that you could probably find on the internet. And uh, uh, I think honestly, you also you people just need to make shorter content now too because Dude, you got yeah, your sorry about that. That was one of the things I wanted to praise you for. That your movie is an hour and ten minutes long, basically. Yeah. Bless you. <laughs> I'm always saying, I'm always telling people. <laughs> <laughs>